Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I received an, uh, an email the other day, a missive from the Canadian Energy Centre. That's CanadianEnergyCentre.ca. And uh, it's 72 facts about oil and gas, a reference guide. It's the latest research brief from the CEC. And it includes this. Listen closely. Since 2000, Canada's oil and gas sector has paid nearly $505 billion, the federal, provincial, and local governments, in taxes, royalties, bonuses, and fees. $505 billion. Yeah, we have to face it out, though. In 2017, the GDP associated with the Canadian oil and gas sector totaled $128 billion, or 6.4% of the totally Canadian economy. Oh, and it also includes this information. Canada's greenhouse gas emissions intensity has fallen by 30% since 2000. Tom Olson is the president and CEO of the Canadian Energy Centre. He joins us on the Chorus Radio Network Tom, thank you very much for the time. First of all, tell us who you represent. Who does the Canadian Energy Centre represent? Well, the Canadian Energy Centre was uh, is a is an arm's length independent organization of the government of Alberta, and our mandate is to promote and advocate for uh, Canadian energy across this country, uh, across North America, and around the world. I mean, what we try to do, what I try to do, what we try to do as an agency is to promote a a realistic, pragmatic conversation about energy and about the value of energy, about the value of oil and gas to uh, to, to Canada, uh, about realistic discussion about demand around the world and where Canada fits when it comes to meeting that demand. Yeah, well, there should never be even a hint of an apology for anything that represents the province of Alberta because Alberta has done so much to help fund the rest of this country, uh, corner offices in uh, the Great Smoke of Toronto notwithstanding. So, that'll get me into some grief. Uh, so, two th- since 2000, Canada's oil and gas sector has paid nearly $505 billion to federal, provincial, and local governments in taxes, royalties, bonuses, and fees. I imagine, given what uh, is going on currently, and uh, I'm not challenging keeping our environment clean and safe, but the world is going to require significant, massive amounts of gas and oil. Um, we know already that by, I mean, by 2060, there's still going to be 100 million barrels a day required globally. I would imagine that amount of money, which helps fund the programs, helps fund the provinces, the federal, the national reality, and the municipal realities, that number's dropping because of what's going on, what's been initiated in Ottawa, yes? Uh, yeah, 100%. I mean, one of the um, the things that I shake my head about is uh, particularly post-COVID recovery and the level of spending by all governments. And you would think that an industry that has a proven track record of being the, uh, you know, the financial backbone of the country, which at the same time is committed to the environment, you have oil sands producers who are committed to net zero by, uh, by 2050, you have... Um, uh, natural gas, um, uh, the CGL, Coastal Gas Link, and uh, LNG Canada, which if we get that material, that product to um, uh, other jurisdictions, China, uh, for example, and you reduce the use of coal, 
um, that has an immediate impact on uh, on on global emissions, and that's that's the goal is to reduce global emissions. But it seems as though there are significant headwinds uh, to this industry, and I, I, I this is the is fundamental to the discussion we try to have. I mean, it doesn't make sense. We, there's going to be demand. There's going to be increasing demand. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should meet it in Canada with the environmental social governance standards that we have. I mean, I, I know we have limited time, Roy, but I will tell you that Russia, I mean, are, are, are the people that, that uh, other industries, other countries that have these industries are not fooled. Um, in Russia, they're building $150 billion oil projects. In Qatar, uh, the largest LNG projects. Um, Abu Dhabi, $122 billion oil project. So we should be meeting that demand from Canada because it's not as though if we beggar the industry here, we're going to reduce emissions. They're just going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, on environmental spending, reading from the release, when capital and operating expenses on environmental protection in Canada are combined, out of $67.7 billion spent between 2006 and 2018, the oil and gas sector spent $28.1 billion or 41.5%. So you're not along just for the ride, eh? No, absolutely not. I mean, this industry has recognized a long time ago, I mean, for decades ago, that there's a balance between, uh, you know, accessing the resource and protecting the environment. It's always been that way. I mean, I, you know, I've been around, involved in this for a number of years, and always the, the position from uh, in polling always was, um, we think it makes sense to uh, uh, extract the resource we have it, and at the same time, we want to see that there is constant attention paid to the environment. And as you pointed out before, greenhouse gas emissions intensity is going down. Uh, uh, the oil sands uh, operators are the biggest spenders on clean tech in Canada. So you know they're not just uh, there's not a lot of di- just talk here. They're actually backing it with significant investments, more so than anywhere else in the world, I would say. And again, I go back to the constant theme that there's going to, even if you accept, Roy, that there's going to be uh, reduced demand over the years for transportation, fossil fuels for transportation, there's every other thing, petrochemicals that are the, uh, I'm talking on my cell phone right now, for example, I mean, that is a petrochemical yeah, so am I. product, There's huge amounts. So am I, I'm talking on one too. There you go, yeah. And everybody who's listening to us on a device is doing the same thing. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's that's uh, an area of disconnect that we've been doing a lot of work on, pointing out to people that you know your everyday, uh, yeah, as, as you go about your life, almost everything you use, you touch. Uh, you're wearing a nylon jacket. You're wearing something that is derived from uh, fossil fuels, from petrochemicals. So that's another one of the uh, points that we try to make. And, uh, you know, there's a lot said about jobs, and appropriately so. In 2017, there were 216,285 direct jobs and 395,077 indirect jobs associated with the Canadian oil and gas sector, or 611,362 in total, representing about 3.2% of all jobs across Canada. What I find interesting as well, and we'll close with this, Tom, and I want you back on the show. Thank you for coming on today. What we'll close with is this. The Montreal Economic Institute annually asks Quebecers, not the elites, just the folks. You know, folks pay mortgages, buy food, try to put gas in their vehicles, try to get around and, and live their lives. The vast majority of Quebecers consistently say they want their oil from Western Canada and they want it delivered by pipeline. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, I've seen that that data too, and there seems to be a disconnect somewhere. So that's a, a, another uh, initiative that we're working on at Quebec Strategy. We look forward to talking to you more about that at some point. Oh, you betcha.
If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 